Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing you another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet, point of sale solution. Coincierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe, and the overall process more efficient while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, let's take a jump. Look at what's going on in the market today. No fireworks, nothing exciting, but it looks like Bitcoin is staying above the 7,000 level. Key altcoins have seen some steady increases over the last 24 hours, helping to see things balance out. 6,800 was a key support level for Bitcoin. Looks like for now it was able to hold, and we closed out the monthly candle above 7,000. So what does that mean? So we opened the monthly candle at around 77.50 and closed at 7,000. Typically not good to see a dip like that on the monthly candle, but here's how we look at it. So the long-tailed monthly candle, when you look at it, indicates the long-term bear market likely bottomed out around 6,000, which could signal a trend reversal. So even though we closed at 7,000, remember we saw things dip all the way down to 5,800 during the month. So a break above the July high of 8,507 would confirm a bullish reversal. So we're looking at what's going to happen. A monthly close below 6,000 would have signaled a continuation of the downtrend that's been going on typically since January. All right. So first up in the news, I don't really call it that newsworthy, but a lot of cryptocurrency sites have been, you know, putting this article out. Eminem's latest album, Kamikaze, is featuring Bitcoin. So Eminem, uh, you know, looks like he gave a shout out in a track dub, not a like, which basically he said, here's the, here's the lyric. Remember everybody used to bite nickel, now everybody doing Bitcoin. Uh, what does this mean? I think Eminem is just trying to stay relevant, outdated rapper. Uh, and, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I listened to Eminem back in my high school days, but as I got older, especially once I had kids and started really paying attention to his lyrics. It is straight garbage. Eminem is a has been, and he's trying to stay relevant by giving a shout out to Bitcoin. That's just my personal opinion, but that is what it is. So crypto rap or crypto crap looks to be one and the same with this latest release from Eminem. All right, coming up next, the financial monitoring service of Russia has commissioned an analytical tool to monitor cryptocurrency transactions. Now, I shared this on our Facebook page yesterday, and really, the key to this is this is why you're going to see the popularity of privacy coins rise. Now, Bitcoin transactions, many people thought they were private. They're not. They are anonymous, but they're not private. Everything can be seen on the blockchain, and once an agency or entity is able to tie a particular person or entity to that Bitcoin or in a crypto wallet, then they're able to identify who that is and track every single transaction. So that's, that's what's going on with there. There was also another article similar to that. I didn't share it on the Facebook page, but uh, Japan is also looking to do the same thing. And all of these are reasons why you're going to see privacy coins like Monero and certain others that are going to rise in popularity and you're going to see the value skyrocket on some of those when the next bull run commences. Um, Next up in the news, it looks like Dogecoin price has leaped over 30%. Uh, you know, this is all based on hype around Dogecoin's integration into the Ethereum project, the world's second largest cryptocurrency project. Uh, the meme cryptocurrency was launched as a joke. It's attempting to keep up with the crypto universe by launching Doge Ethereum. 
which is a combination of Dogecoin and Ethereum. It would enable the transfer of tokens between the two blockchains. Also, Dogecoin would benefit from gaining flexibility with Ethereum smart contracts. So what does this mean? So it's been well over two years since the Dogecoin development team has done any kind of work and now integrating with Ethereum. It's getting a lot of hype, getting a lot of press, but I don't really think you're going to see Dogecoin last in the long run. As I was telling somebody yesterday, if you want to ride this for a trade profit, go right ahead. Just remember, don't buy at the top, ride up the hype, sell it before the actual project launches and get out because it will not be newsworthy when it actually is implemented. So make sure just it's not a long-term hold for me. And I, you know, my personal opinion is it would not be a long-term hold for anybody. Um, next up in the news, looking at another cryptocurrency that I've mentioned recently in past episodes, Tron. So Tron has been making waves thanks to an aggressive strategy for growth and this vision for a fully decentralized content distribution network that will allow creators full autonomy over their content and image. Now I mentioned in the past episode how Justin Tron, Justin Sun, the CEO of Tron, has caught a lot of slack for his cryptocurrency, for hyping up announcements, for alleged issues with his white paper, but this guy is doing what it takes to make it happen. He recently, his company recently purchased BitTorrent, looking to integrate a lot of different things. So Tron is trying to stay relevant. Uh, I am looking at Tron as, you know, it could have some potential. Remember, as we get on along into the maturity of the cryptocurrency market, you're going to see real world use case and real working products, which are going to be the key indicators for a legitimate cryptocurrency to look at. And Tron is working its way through that as well. All right, so let's move along at our, our crypto education corner. So in our crypto education corner today, we're looking at cryptocurrency wallets. So what is a wallet? It's one of the most important decisions for anyone that's interested in cryptocurrency. Uh, the choice of a wallet usually involves some form of trade-off between security and ease of use. So we're going to look at that. So security considerations you want to have in mind. Any wallet choice must be one that places a high premium on security. So factors such as two-factor authentication and multi-signature, also called multi-sig protocol, are vitally important when deciding on what wallet you want to use. Now, ease of use is also important. You want to make sure that the ease of use is there. That way, an error that could be made on the wallet side does not cause you to lose any of your cryptocurrency based on a simple mistake because the wallet is too complicated. So there's some popular wallets that are out there right now. Electrum. Electrum is available on Android, Windows, and Linux OS. It's fast, lightweight, and premium security features such as two-factor authentication and encrypted keys. Exodus. Exodus is one that I've personally used in the past. It has a great user interface. What's unique about Exodus, though you create your wallet online, all the pertinent information relating to the wallet is domiciled on your computer. You store your backup keys on a physical, uh, um, for me it's a piece of paper that I have my backup keys written on in multiple places because not too long ago my computer crashed and I was able to download Exodus back on my computer after restoring it and able to recover everything that was there. So Exodus can be a good one. Just a recommendation from witnessing a friend of a friend have a horrible past experience. Don't store your private keys, your private backup keys in your email address, especially in the fact that your email address can get hacked. And once someone has access to your backup key, they can restore your wallet on another computer and then steal everything in it. So great, great idea. But remember, you are the bank, you are the security. So keep those private keys safe. Um, 
JAX, J-A-X-X, transcends cryptocurrency storage, and it can be used as a wallet for any digital asset. It's one of the leading mobile-based wallets on the market at, as of this time. So there are also some hardware wallets, some physical wallets, the Ledger Nano S and Trezor. Uh, are arguably the top two hardware wallets on the market. Both of them, the biggest recommendation from those, make sure you're buying from a reputable source. Make sure you're buying, you know, buy straight from the company. I've heard of cases where people have maybe bought it on Amazon, got it in. The product is not sealed properly and it could cause issues in that it could have already been compromised. It's not the wallet that is bad. It's the fact that a third party has already stepped in and, you know, maybe compromised it, as you could say. So looking at that, make sure, just be careful what you buy. I personally have a Trezor, and when I ordered it, got that package, and that package is sealed so great from the factory. It's got security tape all over it. There's no way to open it without tearing the package apart. So just make sure you are getting it from a legitimate source. We also have Coincierge Club, which is mentioned as one of our sponsors for this podcast. Coincierge Club has the capability to store thousands of cryptocurrencies Built on the Waves blockchain, it is extremely fast, extremely safe, and it can hold thousands and thousands of cryptocurrencies. So that is it when we're talking about wallets today. Moving along, last thing I want to talk about. So there, there's many different resources that you can use to look up cryptocurrency, to research cryptocurrency, to look at trends, uh, events that may be coming up, key dates. And one of them I found that has been very, very helpful that doesn't get a lot of press is called CoinCheckup.com. A coin checkup, when you go in there, yeah, it'll show you the price values for all the cryptocurrencies. You can look at history, trends. You can look at prices on certain dates, but you can also look at future dates. So you can see, like, for instance, Bitcoin. Recently, I was looking at the dates that the, those Bitcoin futures for whether it's the CBOE or CME futures will expire. And that could also potentially have you see a rally in either a rally in the price up or, or a drop in the price down right before those dates as people are looking to do some trading to sway the price one way or another based on what their futures are at. So coincheckup.com, make sure you take a look at it. Lots of lots of useful resources on there. Uh, lots of different information all combined into one. It's a great resource for you to use in your cryptocurrency journey. One of many tools, don't use it as your only tool, but add it to your arsenal if you haven't seen it already. All right, so that is it for our episode today. Make sure you check out our Facebook page from No Crypto to No Crypto where all the news articles we talk about are posted on that Facebook page. Give the page a like. Also, if you want to make sure you never miss an update, click the follow after you hit like on the page and it will give you the option to select see first where you will never miss an update from, from No Crypto to No Crypto. And anytime we have a new episode, it is also posted there as well. Also, uh, we have a book on Amazon, as I mentioned in every episode, from no crypto to no crypto. It's a beginner's guide to cryptocurrency. It's not a lot of fluff. It's not a lot of pages. It's only 40 pages long. Just the basics of what you need and what resources to utilize to get involved and get learning in this cryptocurrency journey. So that is it for everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.